Hi Cam, how are you? I'm okay. I'm excellent. That was great. I loved it. I loved it. Well, it is Monday and we have had actually here in Auckland. So you and I have both been back a week. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have to say that right now I'm feeling, well, I'm a bit Monday, to be honest. And I know that we shouldn't let the days of the week dictate how we feel. But I mean, the reality is, is that I hate Mondays and always feel really terrible on them. Like mm. it's almost almost no escaping it um which makes me think it is much more a physiological thing than a psychological thing like I think they must both be related um but the sun has been shining for the better part of like four or five days which has been phenomenal I know the look of the forecast someone sent me a forecast I'm not sure who it was someone like it was it, it was that poignant in someone's life that they text me a screenshot yeah. of the forecast because was that me? Was it you? It could have been. Yeah, I think it was. I me. think it was me. Or maybe it was you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, that's why we were talking about it. Like, and it was all sun. It was all suns. <gasps> yeah. And I was like, I wasn't sure what it was. I'm like, what is? What's been sent here? <laughs> yeah. Is this some yeah. sort of? Is this some sort of scale that Mick is using to measure her business now? Like five out of seven suns. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this week, yeah. Five out of seven suns for the business. <laughs> Yeah, just yeah. Too, yeah. So yeah, amazing weather. I'm down in the mighty Waikato, where we have these beautiful clear days quite often. So I grew up yeah. here, but cold, cold mm. in the mornings, frosty yeah, in the hard. mornings. But yeah. Um, yeah, beautiful clear days. So yeah, we've had heaps of them, haven't we? Basically, ever since, since we've been home. But it was raining here this morning, but then that cleared up pretty quickly and went away. Yeah, it's not as nice today, but I had an interesting epiphany actually, Cam. So as you know, struggling with running, as everyone knows who's listening. Mm. Um, and what I realized, so, so, and I was really missing like that little sort of um, the buzz that I get when I'm able to run and just that real feel good feeling. I wasn't getting it anywhere else. So I shifted a few things with my weight training and then it dawned on me that it wasn't just running that I had... Um, that I wasn't doing but if but when I would run I'd very often you Nikki and I would be in Takapuna and we would go into the sea afterwards and do that cold water immersion or we would jump we'd go into a sauna or I would do some swimming and so there were these other really key things that I think were really important for my mood that I was not doing because I wasn't running because they were attached to running and I had that epiphany last week and so I thought I actually have to just start doing them again because I really need to get that buzz outside of running because I can't always rely on it to enable me to sort of feel good. And that's so tied into how I feel in and around business and my mood and my motivation and all of that stuff. Yeah, totally. And um, yeah, so I'm struggling a little bit at the moment as well. And I was, I'm today, especially I'm like, Oh, uh, how do I, how do I not like waste a day mm. because I don't, because I don't feel good. So I've been trying to do little, um, with work, I guess you got, so I haven't quite figured it out what works best that you can, there's some things that you can sort of lose yourself in. So those are quite good Yeah. to, to do, but those are 
typically quite hard to get into. It takes like there's a bit yeah. of a steep ramp to get into those things because they're normally quite difficult. So it's like, okay, so if you can get yourself into one of those, that's good because then you, it's like, um, it's like mindfulness where it's yeah. so difficult you can't think of anything else because you're having, because yeah. you're just doing that thing. So I, um, I don't know about you, but I've tried to do like mindfulness exercises. You know, mm. there's those mindful, and I'm just like, nah, I can't, yeah. I, I can't do this. So I like, you know, it's probably a cop out, but I like mindfulness exercises that are things that are, that are good anyway. So like my GP once suggested doing swimming as a mindfulness exercise because it takes a lot oh, of yeah. concentration for your stroke and stuff. Yeah. But I think if you have swum a lot over the years, um, sometimes that doesn't work because you just go into autopilot. So sometimes I go into auto autopilot while swimming and then I start thinking about other stuff that I don't want to be thinking about. But um, mm -hmm. so that's why I like surfing because there's so much you need to focus on, like in a good surf session, you know, getting in, getting in position for the waves and then catching a wave and then duck diving and all of this stuff. So, so if you can find something that's that keeps your mind occupied, if you've got something else that you're worried about or something like that. So, um, yeah. or the other approach is to find is just to, to do some things that you know aren't going to be that difficult, but you need to do anyway. Yeah, yeah, and then you can feel a bit like you've um, achieved something. Yep. But um, like uh, old uh, Huberman said yeah. in his podcast about um, dopamine and motivation, yeah, don't like invent things, don't invent easy things to do just so you feel like you've done something yes. if they don't need to be done anyway. Yeah. So I think that's a good distinction to make. It's like if this, you know, if it's easy and you think you can do it. So that's I've yeah. I've ticked a bunch of stuff off like that and. Um, but then also there's been some difficult things that I have, you know, you got these, all of this list of difficult things you need to do. And you're like, oh, I'm yeah. never going to be able to do all this stuff yeah. in time or whatever. But then you yeah. don't even start. You don't even start. Yeah, totally. And it's like, yeah. well, if you don't even start it, then you're definitely not going to be able to <laughs> do, do all of these things in time. Yeah. So actually um, over the last couple of days, I've just been getting stuck into those things. And getting them to a point, you know, when you yeah. haven't started something difficult and you're like, there's a lot of unknowns. Yeah. So then it just feels, sometimes it feels way bigger than it actually is. And then you get into it and then you, 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 yeah. you figure out some stuff and you answer some of your own questions and then you realize what actually needs to be done and yeah. you feel way better about it. So yeah. I've done a few of those things. So I've got like three, probably two or three side projects when I say side projects as in they're, they're a side project to that they're not directly helping training to get bigger or whatever but there's stuff that I do because I have commitments to other stuff um so I'm trying to get those out of the way so then I can focus more on the training talk stuff so that's the work side of that like when you're not feeling great because this is it right this is when it this is when it counts yeah. Anyone actually. can anyone can do the work when you're feeling good. Yeah. 
And you hear this about successful people all the time. It's just they're, they're consistent regardless of what's going feelings. on with them. Yeah, feelings. Yeah. And I, my friend Anastasia, because we were hiking in the weekend and she's like, too many people use their feelings as the compass. Mm. And you just actually can't do that. Like you've got to let the feelings come after. That's what yep. you need to focus on. Let the feelings come, but let your actions be the compass. And it's, yeah, yeah. you know, and I, and it's funny, like we hear that all the time and I never tire of it because it makes me, it just reorientates how I frame things, I think. Yep. Yep. Because we were talking about this before. I'm, I am naturally quite lazy. Yes. I'm like, I, I like to put things off. Yeah. So it's like getting over that bump as well. Cause that's the other thing that, you know, I think I've yeah. said this before, like, um, uh, cows run away from a storm, but buffaloes run into it. Oh yeah. So cows run away from the storm, but the storm moves at the same speed as them. So they're always in the storm. Yes, you have. Said so, that, yeah. you know, if you're always putting stuff off, it always feels like you've got, it's always overwhelming because you're putting mm. hard things off to another day. But if you run towards the storm and tackle the harder things quickly, you run through the storm and out the other side faster. Yeah. So anyway, so my, my coach, my business coach, the head of my business coaching place, he, I'm sure he didn't, make that up you know because it's very few original motivational ideas that come out you know everyone just yeah. has a, a principle or idea and they have their own analogy for it so that's quite a good one quite like that one and it makes a lot of sense so so I try and do that more yeah run, run towards the that's good and I think storm. as well like it's because it isn't just about work, right? Because it is about other mm. stuff outside of work, which is where the swimming and the sauna and the cold water stuff, I think that just really helped me feel a whole lot better last week. And then I was able to go into Friday and I had three quite big jobs I had to finish. And I knew I'd feel good when I'd done them. And I knew I had the all the time in the world to, well, no, I had that day to do them and I managed to sort of achieve it. So I think it's, you know, everyone talks about self-care. Like it's, I mean, it's a big it's a bit of a fluffy topic for some people, yeah. but the discipline is definitely one of the best things for self-care. So being disciplined yep. in your work, but then also these other things also should filter and feature in. Cause sometimes yep. when you feel overwhelmed, you almost, you're like, Oh, I can't go and do that thing that I love because I've got all of this work to do. But sometimes that's the, actually the thing that you need to help ensure that you're going to get done what you need to get done. In your job. Yeah. Yeah. And even self-care makes frames it like it's being selfish. Yes. But actually, like, how are you going to ever look after anyone else if you, you're you not looking after yourself? And that's that other, that other um, corny analogy, you know, like in a plane, when the oxygen masks drop down, you got to put your own yes. mask on first. Yes. Because you're not going be to be able to help anyone else if you're not able to breathe yourself. Yeah. And, um I do often think, though, when I hear that and when I see the life jackets and I'm like, is that really going to help? I mean, oh. we're ever in a situation. Where oh, I thought anything. you were going to say, oh, no, you put the life jacket on first. No. And then you, I just then think, you put uh, the oxygen. I think oh, both of these is a little bit optimistic. Yeah, like, yeah. is this yeah, really going like, to help this situation? You wouldn't bother. You'd just get the little um, tiny little bottle of, of red wine from the, <laughs> yeah. from the cart. 
down it totally. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Later. Yeah, when the oxygen mask drop down, make sure you get your bottle of red wine first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go out feeling all right. Anyway. Yeah. Cool. So, so um, um yep. So in terms of business for me then, just that's sort of my update is I'm getting back into the swing of things. And I am excited to um just I'm wrapping up my mentorship not I've still got about three or so weeks to go but I've really formulated how I'm going to end it which is great I wasn't quite sure so I had that idea and I'm just in that I'm in Monday's Matter that's going really well and um so feeling good about that stuff yeah cool so my business update feeling feeling the pressure of a weekly small group coaching call which is good yes making sure yes, that it is good just look, you know, and I, I think it was last week. I might've said this already committed to, I added it to my calendar to check on my priorities three times a day. Cause you know, you're like, Oh, great. You set, you set, you set your priorities for the week or the month or whatever. And you're yeah. like, yeah, man, I'm going to nail these priorities. Yeah. And then uh, just everyday operations gets in the way and then all of a sudden you're two weeks into the month or, or four days into the week and you haven't reviewed what you said was important and then all of a sudden you're scrambling to try and do the important stuff yeah so mel robbins had a podcast on that last week and i listened to it and bloody loved it and she says exactly that's what you need to do you need to wake up every day and write down the five things which are most important or that you want to achieve, not necessarily on that day, but in your life. Mm, and yep. then she's like, are you voting for or against your dreams today? Yeah, yeah. Because if you're for, then it's that's just going to drive your actions towards them. If you're neutral, that's actually, that's against, because you can't be neutral yep. about that stuff. Yep. And neutral can be, so um, can. neutral can be involuntary if you just have forgotten. You know, you're just not yeah. reviewing yeah, yeah, them. Exactly. It's really easy to be neutral because you just don't review what you said was important. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, especially if it's like five things, it's like, oh, man, especially when you're tired or whatever, you're not feeling good. You're like, what are those five things that I actually yeah. said I uh, care about? Yeah. So uh, so my priorities for the last week is really around, mostly around this webinar that I'm putting on. Awesome. So the webinar is um, leveraging the, the the power of AI for endurance coaches. Yeah. So I'll just talk about it briefly. Um, so most of the hype around AI and endurance coaching for ages, for like 10 years or whatever, when it's never been very good, um, was around like, oh, how can training plans and workouts or something be generated automatically? Or by AI, you know, so athletes, basically around how athletes may not need a, a coach. Um, but I want to focus on more things, basically AI for coaches. So how do, how do coaches um, integrate AI into their businesses just to save time so they can spend more time doing, like, the good parts about coaching that they love? So yeah. So really like how to help them generate content, how to help with their marketing, how to like streamline processes, um, how to summarize data. And we touched on this last week as well, about we talked about my ideas for that. 
but right now I want to just like there's plenty of AI tools that both you and I are using to just help our you know help us do things in our business that we'd do anyway but faster and also some things that we probably wouldn't have time to do yeah and adding those uh in yeah. as well so that's the webinar I'll put the webinar in the show notes in case any coaches are listening so they can sign up I think it's on the 20th or the 21st of June so a week a week away I'll try and get this podcast out Brilliant. tomorrow so cool it's not like last week when, when I'm saying this but it could be if you're listening to this in the future <laughs> yeah 2028 going back and listening to all the episodes because I wonder what those famous people Mickey and Cam used to talk about when they <laughs> when they were not that successful or famous yeah talked a lot about what they do to motivate themselves clearly that was yeah. the issue <laughs> man those guys are losers yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so um that's the thing that's the thing that's the thing I'm working on and then um also AI in, in, in general and in, in the training tool app I pushed I pushed the um alpha stuff live probably haven't got as many coaches trying it out as I thought they would be keen to. Um, Sometimes it's just time though, right? Yep. Maybe I need to ask them more than once. Hey. Of course. It's an idea. Of course. That is an idea, Cameron. No one does anything with the first time you ask them because, well, they might have been busy or yeah. blah, 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 blah. So I'll ask them again. Yep. There we go. Cool. That sounds good not too. Twice is not too many times to ask someone to do something or buy something. I think seven times is the actual Yeah, yeah. Once is minimum. definitely not enough. God, no. Yeah. That's the lessons you learn. I bet 10 years ago I thought once was enough. And yeah. if they didn't buy it then, then that just meant they didn't want it or didn't need it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Whereas not they true. didn't see it. <laughs> they missed that email. They missed that social media post. All of it, eh? Well, they didn't miss it, but they didn't have their card with them or... Yeah. Yeah. They were out running. All that yeah. stuff. Yep. Yeah. All right. So when's your next um business catch up? Month after the event, probably, is it? Yep, will be. It'll be uh in about three weeks' time, and which is quite good timing actually, because then mentorship would have wrapped up and I'll get my head around a couple of the other things which I which I like some of the goals that came from the mentorship will be something which I'm looking at for sort of 2024, but but also setting out a calendar for the rest of the year as well, um, which you and I will actually have to catch up on too. So I need to get that sorted. Yeah. Yep. Uh, just Excellent. to plan ahead because there'll be mo- like you're away, I'm away, just making sure we're aligned with, with that. All right, cool. Okay. Uh, cool. Shall, we ra- shall we wrap it there? We Move should, Cam, and hopefully next time we do this. Together. We will. Uh, over a beer. Exactly. Catch you later. Catch you later.